Hi guys! Welcome back to the Potentially Perfect Podcast, episode 3. Today we're talking all about criticism. Criticism being your own self-critic, bouncing back from negativity, and just how to approach criticism and ways to make it be a good thing for you. Spin it into a good thing, a motivating thing, an inspiring thing, and not something that damages your self-confidence and your happiness or whatever you're feeling, making sure it doesn't ruin that. But first, let's get into the best and worst of the week. My best of the week this week was Friday night because Fridays are my favorite but especially Friday nights because my sister and I did a little movie night again. We started watching a show on Netflix called Winx, which is like that fairy show that it was like a cartoon for like little kids and then it spun into like this whole like teen show. Don't come at me for watching it. I think it's, well, firstly, let me just say that my sister and I, have always loved fantasy. We've only watched the first season so far. But the thing I will say is that we started the first episode of the second season and they changed actors for like two of like the very important, most important characters. And I was so mad because whenever shows do that and pull a switcheroo and then the actors switched, mind you, The actors look pretty close to the original actors. So, casting did a good job. But it's super frustrating for me because I get super used to that one face. So, it's really confusing in my mind when actors switch. But so far, it's good. Some of it is a little... How how can I say this? Far-fetched, I guess? But I... I think the plot's interesting. So, I really enjoyed that. My worst of the week was that on Saturday, I had a piano competition. I I mentioned this in a previous episode, but with my scheduling issues that were from my mistake, I had to go from a school, like, competition or, like, a school, like, team club thing in the morning straight to this piano competition um (laughs) uh this piano competition I bought this gorgeous long red dress and at the local college where I was with my school team I changed into this dress but it was really cold out um it snows here in New York in the winter uh constantly but it was very cold outside so I wore leggings underneath my red dress and it was the funniest thing coming out of the bathroom and walking through the halls with like my black leggings, a long red ball gown, um, waterproof shoes, like waterproof boots, and a jacket. I thought that was so funny, but actually what made it one of the worst parts of my week is The competition was a great opportunity, but um, I notice always that when I'm being judged, doing whatever, for this it was playing piano, fear of criticism and 
if I mess up, fear of further criticism stops me from being truly free when I play. So I really need to work on that. I ended up losing too, and I kind of dwelled on it that day. So yeah, that's something I have to work on. But luckily, today's episode is all about criticism. So you and I can learn together. And I'm going to share my best tips to bounce back from it, be resilient. And when I think it's appropriate to give criticism and when I think it's uncalled for. And then obviously how you should be a recipient of criticism. So how can you approach it as a good thing and how can you approach it as a learning thing. So all of that. Um, The quote of the week I picked was... Accept both compliments and criticism. It takes both the sun and the rain for a flower to grow. So, this quote is a little cheesy, but I thought it was cute. Criticism can be negative, but it also can be super helpful, which is what I think this quote was trying to say. And ultimately, it can help you become a better person. And it may point out the flaws of character you have or little imperfections or a mistake you made or um, maybe like how you didn't approach something maybe in the best way possible. But getting that feedback is actually really nice. It's really nice to get that feedback especially from somebody who really cares about you and not have it affect you negatively whatever you're doing that needs to be criticized later in your life. And I think the nicest people learn from their mistakes and change their whole outlook and behavior to mirror their new growth, if that makes sense. So, this episode is unpacking all of that. Let's just get into it. So, what does criticism mean to me? I think it means pointing something out to someone and suggesting they change in some way. Maybe it's their outfit that day or how they approached the situation, how they stood in the middle, I don't know. All, all things can be criticized. Um, some people who are on social media or are in a situation where they're criticized a lot can probably attest to that. I think that criticism is a serious thing. Since I was little, I have not been great with dealing with criticism. I've always been an overthinker, and a worrier. For example, I will go to my sister and reflect on something that happened five hours ago, and I'll be asking her, oh, like, was what I said, did it come off the wrong way because I didn't mean that? Like, did it rub off not the way I wanted it to? Because I perceive that I got criticism. So that's not good because life is going to be filled with haters or people just trying to help you. And also you shouldn't be worrying about all of your actions all of the time. You should be um, cautious of what you're saying. You should be a nice person and, and be kind. But you don't need to overthink everything, which is like a whole other topic I won't get into really today. But this episode is inspired by Emma Chamberlain and her podcast, Anything Goes. And uh, throughout her episode, she emphasizes the fact that when we criticize someone, we are speaking to another human being. 
someone who cares about things, who might be an overthinker, who might be struggling. So if you're giving criticism, you should know what you're talking about. I think it should be warranted. For example, if I'm criticizing how you're doing a workout at the gym, and I know how to do this, and maybe I've learned from a mistake, maybe I'm deadlifting, and I've been deadlifting for a while, and one time I busted my back because I didn't keep my back in the right position. Maybe now I can deadlift properly. And then I see someone across the room, maybe deadlifting and struggling, uh, maybe with the wrong position. And I just think to myself, well, I know that I can deadlift correctly. And I know that you can hurt yourself if you do it wrong. And I know they're not doing it correctly, and I just want to protect them for the future, protect their back, or whatever, protect their body. And honestly, the exercise is way easier, less painful if they do it the right way. I feel like in that situation, you should feel comfortable giving criticism to that person. Criticism is even a strong word, and when I think of that word, it makes me think of a negative thing, but it really can be a positive thing. In that situation, you know what you're talking about. Go talk to them. So I think that's a really good example of when it's warranted and when you have the right to, like, help somebody out. I'd also like to say, if it's something they can change, the person can change in five minutes. Maybe it is okay to point out something if it's really, really not good. Like, I know sometimes if you go to the bathroom, there will be, like, toilet paper hanging out of your pants. Personally, it hasn't happened to me, but I've seen people who've had that happen to them in public. And usually there's somebody who is bold enough to let them know, and honestly, they're very grateful for it because it protects them from further public embarrassment because it is not something you want. However, if it's something the recipient can't change, if you're at school and you see somebody with an outfit that you are truly not a fan of and you're like, that's not a great outfit and I feel like I should let them know, but I don't know if that's too mean, but they look like they're feeling confident, and it's the beginning of the school day. I honestly wouldn't say anything, because then they're sitting in that outfit all day feeling bad about it. And it's not something they can just change. They can't go home and change. They're wearing it, and it's 7 in the morning, and you were like, I don't like it, or I think you should change, or this color doesn't go with this color. I had... A time where a child called my sister, who is in fourth grade. This was probably five years ago. This child went up to my little sister and was like, Your glasses don't look good on you. Super blunt, you know how children are. They just call people out and sometimes they don't know what they're talking about. Usually they don't, but my sister was hurt by that and obviously she needs her glasses to see and she looked gorgeous she's fine but that is an example of criticism that shouldn't be said and my mom got upset about it the other girl's mom apologized it was this whole thing but like 
I just rerun that story sometimes and reflect on when criticism is a bad thing or not a good scenario. Sometimes bad criticism reflects on someone's own insecurities. I like to say like, oh, their own insecurities are showing if somebody criticizes my friend and I need to comfort them. It's true. Sometimes people feel badly about themselves and just automatically say something to make them on a little bit of a pedestal, which was something Emma Chamberlain said. She said that criticizing someone puts them in a power position and sometimes that makes people feel like they're in control. Of course it's not right, but of course sometimes that makes the giver of criticism feel safer and more comfortable. That being said, let's talk about good criticism. Good criticism and delivering it kindly allows the recipient to feel safe and comfortable to respond. Being a critic isn't being a bully, but it can be. People are overly critical and it really rubs the wrong way on the people they surround themselves with. I know when I receive criticism, I feel a little bit lesser. I feel more exposed and vulnerable. Uh, when I give criticism, it's something that I think about for a while before I give it because I need to make sure that giving that criticism will help more than hurt because it's a delicate thing and some people really respond negatively to it. I know I did for a long time. So I try not to deliver it too harshly. Um, if you know me, I am pretty non-confrontational in general. Uh, sometimes my friends will be like, oh, that was like a really rude thing for her to do. I don't know why you're not so angry about it. We should go talk to her. And sometimes I'm that person who's like, well, honestly, maybe it was just like a small thing. It won't happen again. I think we should wait for it to happen again. I really don't want to talk to them about this. That being said, criticism would obviously be hard for me to give. Recently, though, I've realized that if you have advice or you have something important to say to them, you need to call someone out, you should do it. And if you're giving criticism to a friend, friendships aren't broken when you call someone out. Criticism is good or bad, but it can be bad when it only makes the person giving it feel better about themselves. It should have good intent, and if it has bad intentions, the person getting that criticism may be really damaged by it because you never know what people are already thinking about themselves and where they're self-confident and where they're really, really not self-confident and they don't build themselves up about this certain thing. So my sister... She gets really excited about things or really happy about things. And I feel like Taylor Swift has said something about this, but my sister just has that personality. And you're allowed to feel overly about something, overly happy, overly intrigued, overly excited. And my sister realizes this and she's comfortable being herself. But sometimes it's hard for me to be the same way, especially around people that I'm not close with. So once you get to know me, like, I'm one of those people where I'm quiet-ish, but once you get to know me, I can talk for a while. So 
that's something I have to work on. Just feeling more comfortable being myself and not feeling like I need to prove anything to anyone or feel like somebody's going to criticize me for being myself. Let's get back to criticism um, and how tough it is because criticism that only is for the giver's agenda isn't good. But it's really tough because you might have great intentions. You might want to help someone for the future, but it might hurt them. So I think it's important to run it through your head before you're giving criticism. Think about the pros and cons. Weigh it in your mind. Do you think it's going to help them in the future? Do you think they care about your opinion? Because some people don't. And some people will um, get really defensive. Maybe they'll snap back at you and actually make you feel bad about yourself. And that's not what you want. So I guess I think it's really important to think it through seriously before you give it. But now that we know what is good criticism, what is bad criticism, and kind of what you're thinking when you give it, I want to move on to how to handle criticism and my best tips for doing so. So like I've said, handling criticism has been hard for me for years. Um, I remember when I was little, I was playing Scrabble with my two sisters and my grandma, and my grandma was like, wow, Shyla, you're being bossy. And I left the room and sobbed, and I went down to my parents, was super upset about it. I responded so negatively to that one comment and it was just not a good thing. Handling criticism is such an important life skill to have because people are mean and there are going to be people who tell you even if you're on a great path for yourself people will always have opinions uh, where you're going to college, what life decisions are you making, what you're doing for work, how you handled this, how you handled that. So handling that and responding to that is really, really important. So here are a couple things that run through my mind when somebody has given me criticism. One thing that I think about is whether that person wants the best for me. Is it someone I'm close to and a friend or a family member or someone who's just a sweet person in general, or someone whose opinions I don't value and literally do not care about. Because at school or in life or whatever, you're going to realize that 99% of the people aren't tracking your everyday move and they're not judging you as much as you think they're judging you. Um, that's something really important to say. Nobody cares. Nobody cares what you're doing half the time. Three, like, the majority of the time, actually. And so, dwelling on different things about you and being self-critical is not helping you. It's hurting you. And I think I'll talk about more, like, self-criticism also in an episode about self-confidence. But I think that self-criticism is usually really unhealthy because it becomes habit. Most people who are critical of themselves don't do it once or twice a day, they do it 10 times a day, or they're overly, overly critical in most situations that turn out badly. But 
going back to how to receive criticism. Think about whether that person knows a lot about the topic that gives them the ability to criticize you about that thing. If you're drawing, uh, okay, if you know me, you're thinking Shyla is a terrible drawer because I'm really bad. <laughs> and so I am fine with somebody who, I have a lot of friends who are great artists, if they're like, okay, Shyla, I need to talk to you about this. You need to do it this way instead because it'll actually make your drawing so much better. I will take that criticism and I will really appreciate it because if one thing is going to save my drawing, it's having somebody to help me with it because I know that I'm not good at it and I know other people are a lot better than me at art and a lot of my friends are just super skilled and I value their opinion and know that they know what they're talking about which gives them the right to pick apart at what I'm doing. If you're swimming and a runner goes up to you and is like your stroke looks super strange and you look like you're flopping in the water. Um, take that with a grain of salt, for sure. Because I'm sure they've never done the butterfly and they feel like it looks unnatural, but maybe you're doing it the right way. Maybe you're doing a drill. There could be so many different situations to be in that would justify you doing your stroke like that. Or maybe you're just working on it. So take those things with a grain of salt and don't let them weigh in your mind. Think about whether the person who's criticizing you is meaning to protect you and to be helpful or if they look condescending and they want to hurt you because that's not good. And obviously, if they're just trying to hurt you, maybe they're insecure and they're maybe jealous of you. Maybe they're criticizing how you look because honestly, they wish they could look like you. And I know that sounds really convoluted and really backwards but you know how in school when we learned about bullying the teachers would always say bullies often struggle themselves they often struggle at home or at school or are just bullying about the things that they've been bullied about prior because it makes them feel better about the situation it makes them feel more in control criticism is like that and some people just give it to feel better about themselves, and it sucks. But it's something you have to recognize off the bat before you let it eat away at you. One of my next tips is to talk to somebody about the criticism you've received once you've received it. I like to talk to my friends a lot and vent to them if somebody was rude to me or if somebody criticized me and I wanted their opinion on what they thought about it because usually getting a second opinion can be really helpful it can make you feel better about what you just heard it might really give you a reality check on your behavior on a certain front or how you dealt with something and honestly you might be better for it so getting a second opinion or just letting your feelings out it can feel so much better you don't have to be holding criticism in your head alone. Usually when we receive criticism and it's a negative thing, in our mind, it seems 10 times worse than it is. So getting it out, telling somebody, might make it seem like, oh, 
Like, this wasn't too bad. The person who was trying to talk to me was actually saying something that was helpful, ego aside. And then you can turn it into a positive thing and something you can learn from. Another tip is recognizing that usually if a nice person, like nice reputation, somebody is saying something, they are saying it for a reason. And there is probably something in there that is true. Again, and don't let your ego get involved in this, your pride. Hear them out and think about it. Like, are you handling something in a way that might not be the best? Or have you been stuck in a bad habit and that person is really just trying to help you? So really mull it over because sometimes there's going to be truth in it. And that's tough for sure, but that's how people become better people. Criticism, it can shape us, can motivate us to improve ourselves, and that can be really amazing. I remember when I was little, this is like one last thing, when I was little, my dad taught me to be resilient. I remember I was rejected for something, or... Somebody was being mean to me, and I was crying, and I was like, this is the worst day of my life. Um, this person said something really hurtful to me, and I don't know how to bounce back from it. And he told me that they gave me criticism, and that's over now. And what I choose to do with it is what will either make me a really resilient person, somebody who can bounce back from criticism or somebody who handles it super negatively and um, lets them feel bothered for the rest of the day for a few days. Now when I face criticism, I think back to that and I think about what would be the most resilient thing to do and what is being asked of me and how can I just apply it. Because girl, criticism doesn't have to be that bad. I criticize some people because that's what I'm supposed to do. I am a coxswain, right? So I'm on the crew team and I correct technique a whole lot on the team, on the boat. And there are other rowers who want that criticism because it makes them look better. It makes them look better. It's something they can work on. It's not the coach telling them, it's me. And they are like, thank you so much, Shyla. This has helped me so much in the boat. And I feel really great that I was able to help them. So criticism can obviously be applied to so many things in life. And I hope this episode helped you a little bit on how you can let criticism shape you and motivate you instead of letting it bring you down. And hopefully... Next time you receive criticism, you'll think back to this episode and you'll think about my tips. What would Shyla say? And yeah, that's about it. Make sure to follow my Instagram at Potentially Perfect Podcast. Subscribe, rate, review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. 10 out of 10 recommend. And I love you so much. Have an amazing day and thank you for listening to the pod. All right. Love y'all. Bye, guys.